Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Ask Wardy. I am happy to be with you. Had everyone on Periscope and on Facebook Live. As you're coming in, tell me what you're drinking, where you're from, and your first name. And if you're new to Ask Wardy, put a thumbs up or a one in the comments, let's say. It's so fun to be with you for another week of Ask Wardy. We're talking about sourdough bread today. I'm getting to that question, but I do want to take a minute or two, so just to say hi. Um, a couple weeks ago, somebody commented that they would appreciate less chit chat. So I just want to tell everybody, I'm going to give you a couple minutes to come in before we start into the content. And if chit chat really bothers you, I clean up the recordings of these episodes and I cut off the beginning and I cut off any chit chat at the end and I put it on YouTube and at askwardy.tv. So if that is what you prefer, then the cleaned up edited version without the chit chat at the front is there for you. Hello to Vicki Elizabeth. Hi to Lilac Leo. <laughs> Hi Vicki, I said that already. Hi Meg. KM Brooks is saying I love being here live. Great, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm getting a I love chit chat good. Well, we don't all love chit chat. I totally understand, which is why I like to get on here live, but I also like to provide the cleaned up version for you. Hi to Terry. Good to see you all. So Let's do a couple housekeeping notes. If you're with me on Periscope, tapping the screen is what produces those hearts and I love them. They give me a lot of feedback and they let me know you like what you're hearing, so keep doing that. Hi to Heather on Facebook Live. Good morning to all of you. And if you're on Periscope, you can swipe across or down um, or tap the little Perry dude if you're live right now. And you can share. I'd love you to share to Facebook, Twitter, or if you're Periscope followers. And that will um, <laughs> peachy hearts today for you, yes. That will, um, anyway, tell your friends and family and, uh, and invite them to join us if they also want to hear about sourdough bread and some issue on it being healthy as possible. Hi, Tamvi. Hi, Heather on Facebook Live. And on Facebook, you do have a share button as well. I want to ask a favor. If anyone is a member of Traditional Cooking School, if you could hit the share button and share this to our group, to our members only group, and then it'll appear in the group. That would be wonderful. So we have 25 people on Facebook and 49 on Periscope. That's great. So a couple other housekeeping things. At Trad Cook School, if you're not already following me on Periscope, that is the handle. Hello to Helen. So what's everybody drinking? I've got plain old water today. It's quite warm. It feels like summer is here. And we've had a busy weekend um, doing things with the family. We actually celebrated our daughter's uh, wedding. She got married in December, but we had our, her wedding reception this weekend and I got dehydrated. So I've been really concentrating on replenishing myself and the heat, it just makes it more important. Hi Lynette in South Dakota is drinking water as well. We've got a strawberry water kefir. We've got an Amy saying nothing wrong with plain old water. Exactly. Cheers to you, Amy. Hi Jen. Water with apple slices in Connecticut. Iced tea with stevia. Mmm. Love that. 
Heather is drinking water. Love that, Heather. Good for you. I think I'm going to move this over a bit. If it can, it's kind of on the springy thing. Ice cream tea. We've got a, I don't know what the two cleanse for life and I've heard of Plexus. Water with my lunch in Indiana. Okay, good. Well, thank you all for being here live. And I do want to say a welcome to the replay viewers as well who are going to be checking out this, checking this out later, either on Periscope or, or uh, Facebook Live. Hi to Danielle in Seattle. Well, let's get going. Okay, um, I'll pull up my notes here. First, let me welcome everyone to Ask Wardy episode 31. And if you're checking this out later, within 24 hours of this broadcasting live, the replay notes, video, podcast version are all ready for you at tradcookschool.com slash aw031. That's for Ask Wardy, aw031 for episode 31. So you can go there to get the video replay if you're listening to the podcast. You can go there to listen to the podcast or subscribe on iTunes. You can get the complete print notes and links of everything I'm mentioning today. Our question today comes from Sherry B. And the short version of her question is, is, is using commercial yeast in sourdough bread healthy? Now she's got some nuances, so I want to read you the full version of Sherry B's question. Or Sherry, yeah. You know what? Now I'm confused. I hope I didn't type it incorrectly. Sherry B or Sherry D. Anyway, you know who you are, and we are going to be emailing you to your question. So hopefully I didn't just mix that up by mistyping. All right. So Sherry says, I very much enjoyed all the info I've gotten from your site and the e-courses. Not only do you offer easy to understand instruction and know your craft, but you also have a kind, loving, and gentle spirit. It's a joy to learn from you. Well, I really appreciate that, Sherry. Although my family enjoys a hearty sourdough boule with hearty food, they very much dislike the sourdough taste in a sandwich loaf. I'm on a quest to make a nice, soft, digestible sandwich bread without the strongly developed sourdough taste. If you guys are resonating with this, go ahead and put a thumbs up or a plus one in the comments, no matter where you are. Blog, Periscope, Facebook Live. Give me a thumbs up or a plus, or you can tap the screen if you're on Periscope, if you're resonating. I found I can manage a nice, delicately flavored loaf. We're getting a lot of thumbs up and plus ones. I found I can manage a nice, delicately flavored loaf if I add some yeast to it and do a fast rise rather than overnight. However, I only feel half good about that because even though I'm using my sourdough starter and sprouted whole wheat flour to avoid the phytic acid, I am still adding commercial yeast. Is it unhealthy for us to eat bread with added commercial yeast on a regular basis? All right, good question. Now I'm gonna have my answer here, but first I wanna take a poll with everybody who's here live. So now there's two parts to this. Number one, just in general, if somebody was to use commercial yeast versus sourdough, I think we, and I'll explain this in a bit, we pretty much all agree that sourdough is more healthy. There's a lot of information behind that. But Sherry, in particular, is using sprouted whole wheat flour with sourdough, but she adds commercial yeast so it'll rise faster so that the sour flavor doesn't develop as long. So what is your feeling to that part of this situation? Um, put a thumbs up if it's as healthy, she's doing okay. Put a thumbs down um, if you think it's not as healthy. And if you're on a, let's say do a one, if, um, if it's, what did I say? I mixed up what I, I mixed up the order. I already forgot what I said. 
Somebody remind me. Was it a thumbs up for good and a thumbs down for unhealthy? I think so. So you can do a one if it's healthy, a two if it's unhealthy. Personally, wouldn't want to. If you do a larger amount of starter, you can do a shorter rise. That is so true. Kay and Brooks, it's not as sour in that case. Okay, so we're getting some thumbs up, some thumbs down, some ones and two. Okay, well, you know what? I don't feel that this is a clear cut, cut and dried answer. And I'm a big believer that we need to make the best choice for us. And sometimes we're not perfect. Sometimes we're not 100% like... 100% um, perfect, but sometimes 99% works for us, so our family will actually eat the food. And so in that case, it's a good choice. But let me tell you what my answer is here. So speaking specifically to Sherry, because you're sprouting your wheat to reduce the phytic acid, in my opinion, you don't need a long rise time that the sourdough would provide. The long rise on a sourdough is for flour that hasn't had any traditional method used to prepare it at all. And by long rise, I mean at least a total of seven to eight hours in a warm location in order to reduce phytic acid significantly. So my answer to you is in your case, I think you've got the best of both worlds. The sourdough starter gets to work for whatever time the fast rise is for you, and I'm not sure exactly what that is. Um, but prior to that, the sprouting is what helped prepare your wheat for good digestion. So it reduced phytic acid, it helped pre-digest the gluten. So because you actually sprouted your wheat berries first, milled them into flour, they've already got the benefit of a traditional food prep method. And so then the sourdough um, duration of seven to eight hours or overnight is not as important. You can short, short circuit that with commercial yeast because the sprouting and the sourdough together help prepare your bread for good digestion. Now, having said all that, I think you're okay, but I, it still doesn't mean I think that it's as great as if you used sprouting and sourdough or fully sourdough. Now, perhaps there's slight differences health-wise. Um, I do think you're doing well overall. One thing I've heard is that the acids in sourdough bread can help with digestion, and by short-circuiting the rise with the commercial yeast, you're not allowing those acids to develop as long, and so um, perhaps digestion is not as good. Now, if nobody in your family has issues with digestion, it's not um, that may not be a factor for you. So. Uh, in terms of phytic acid, in terms of pre-digesting the gluten, because of the fact that you're combining sprouting with sourdough, I think you're okay. And I think you can feel confident and continue to do this um, nice sandwich loaf that your family loves to eat. So I'm giving you a thumbs up. And I'm giving you a thumbs up because it works for your family. It's not that I'm saying it's a thumbs up for everybody because other people may need to fully sprout and fully sour bread, sourdough their bread in order to benefit from all the benefits of sourdough. So that's a decision that we have to make personally, each family. And like I said before, 99% might work for you, 80% might work for you, whereas somebody else would need 100% um, in terms of the effort put into traditional methods. Because it's your health, it's your family situation, it's your allergies, and you have to take all that into account. Um, but again, I'm giving you a thumbs up because I think the sprouting and sourdough together are giving you most of the benefits of traditional food preparation methods and the sprouting um, kicks in where the sourdough is cut short. So you guys agree with me? Am I way off? Would you give Sherry a thumbs up as well? Uh, Helen says it's still better than store-bought bread. Yes, it's still better than store-bought bread. Definitely. Danny, Danielle is saying I agree. Thanks. <laughs> We're getting a smiley face. 
in the comments on Facebook Live, two thumbs up on Periscope. All right, good. Now, I do want to make sure we're all on the same page, though, because I gave Sherry a thumbs up. Um, but I want to make sure that we talk about some general things, too, so we're all on the same page about traditional food prep methods. So when you're talking about traditional preparation methods for grains, you're talking soaking, sprouting, sourdough. And these, by the way, are in order. Soaking, sprouting, sourdough. Soaking is the least effective, sprouting is next, and sourdough is the most. And in terms of effectiveness, I'm talking about neutralizing phytic acid. Phytic acid is a um, what we, what we call in the traditional foodie world an anti-nutrient. means it works against our nutrition. And in phytic acid's case, in particular, it binds with minerals in our digestive tract and it prevents mineral absorption. So we want to neutralize as much phytic acid as possible. Ancient grains have less of it, so you're going out the gate. If you're using ancient grains like spelt or einkorn, right off the bat, you're ahead. Or if you use soaking, sprouting, or sourdough, in order of effectiveness, you're neutralizing more phytic acid as you go. Another thing with uh, traditional methods is, in terms of grains, and gluten grains in particular, is gluten. And traditional food prep methods can pre-digest gluten. Gluten is the protein um, in, in gluten-containing grains, at least. And it can be very difficult to digest. And it's my personal belief that the reason we have so many gluten allergies today is because we have, because most people in bread products are eating modern wheat. It's been hybridized to have a high gluten content. Um, and it's just so strong a part of our diet that we probably have a glut and we've grown into a society that just has rampant issues with it. So traditional methods, soaking, sprouting, and sourdough can pre-digest the gluten and make it easier for our bodies to digest because it's like the prep method has done some of the work for us. And as I mentioned before, ancient grains, another benefit of ancient grains like einkorn, and we teach about einkorn at traditional cooking school, ancient grains like einkorn have less and or a gentler form of gluten. So... Um, Everybody on the same page there? We have soaking, sprouting, or fermenting to handle the phytic acid and the gluten to neutralize and or pre-digest them. And another option we have with traditional methods is to go back in time and use ancient varieties of these grains that have gentler or less forms of gluten and less phytic acid, or I should say and or, because everyone's slightly different. Um, so... In Sherry's case, she's combining both sprouting and sourdough, though the sourdough is shortened. So she's probably okay with regard to the phytic acid and the gluten, and her family gets a less sour bread out of it. So that's one way of just combining these different issues that we are balancing, and Sherry's coming out ahead because she's making use of two methods um, to prepare this less sour bread for her family. But on the other hand, if someone was going to do what Sherry is doing, which is to use commercial yeast in her sourdough bread so it doesn't you know, sit around getting sour as long, but they didn't sprout uh, the grains beforehand or they didn't use an ancient grain, then it's not going to be as healthy as traditional sourdough because traditional sourdough, you have the beneficial acids, you have the pre-digestion of gluten, you have the neutralization of phytic acid and commercial yeast simply doesn't do that. So if you're gonna cut short your souring process with commercial yeast, and you haven't done anything else to prepare the flours, you're not going to come out as ahead. Yes, your bread's going to be better than store-bought, but it's not going to be as healthy as true sourdough. Does that make sense to everybody? Um, now, I've got some options for you. 
I like adding soaking too because it makes whole einkorn and wheat bread softer. Yes, great, and that's one of the options I'm going to mention in a moment. I do have free instructions for starting your own sourdough starter, so if anybody listening now or to the replay later is like excited about the possibilities of sourdough, grab my free instructions. It's just flour and water. Really easy. In five day, in five minutes, it could be starting on your counter, and in five days, you could be using it. And those instructions are at tradcookschool.com slash free starter. If someone would care to type that in the comments, either Periscope or Facebook Live, then you guys can refer to it. Tradcookschool.com slash free starter. Free starter is one word. Um, you also visit the show notes, tradcookschool.com slash AW031. Um, within 24 hours of this being live, and you will find a link there. So check out our free starter instructions. Now I want to go through uh, two other options for you, Sherry, or anybody else here. Thank you so much, Kay and Brooks, for typing that in, and Danielle for typing that up. So um, other options, because we all don't have Sherry's recipe, do we? Um, Although we could probably play around, you know, sprout our wheat or other grain first, then use sourdough, but add some commercial yeast and when it's risen properly bake, right? But I want to give you all some other options and maybe Sherry and other options. So even though I've given you a thumbs up and others here have given you a thumbs up, maybe one of these other options will um, be a little bit healthier for your family, maybe even easier for you to do, um, and you'll come out ahead. Some, some other things to try so your family's like a... So your family will get that sandwich bread that's not so sour. So I'm going to pull up a picture for you. Um, it's coming. Here we go. This is from Tracy, and it's at traditionalcookingschool.com. I'll have a link for you at the show notes, tradcookschool.com slash AW031. Or you could go to Traditional Cooking School, and you could search for not-so-dense sourdough bread. So this is Tracy's loaf. And what Tracy has done is, whoops, so amazing because um, it's not only not so dense, it's also not so sour. And she does something similar to you, Sherry, except she uses the other prep method. Rather than sprouting, she uses soaking. And she doesn't have to add commercial yeast. So it's not so sour, it's not so dense. She combines soaking and sourdough and doesn't need commercial yeast. So Right off the bat, I see two benefits to that. Number one is doesn't need the, you know, you don't have to buy the commercial yeast. And number two is the, the sprouting takes longer than mixing up your flour ingredients and soaking overnight. Um, so I think this is a great option for anybody who's not able to sprout and mill their own flour. And um, you're also not adding commercial yeast. So, and even in uh, the comments, if you still want to use sprouted flour, one of the comments, uh, Julia says she's using sprouted flour in the recipe with magnificent results. So you do still have that option. Brandy is, <laughs> Brandy, yeah, I, I think that's the ideal we're all shooting for. Brandy is saying no need for commercial yeast in bread. If I take good care of my sourdough starter, it makes delicious bread without anything but flour, water, and unrefined sea salt. Yes. I would agree. Um, in the case of sherry that we're talking about today, it's that sour flavor. She's adding commercial yeast to cut back on the sourdough, the sour flavor on her sandwich bread. So sherry, give the bread a try. It's this not so dense or sour sourdough bread. Again, I'll have the link for you at tradcookschool.com slash AW031 within 24 hours of this going live. And another option, this is option number two, which I think maybe you've tried because you said that your family likes a good sour boule loaf. Uh, so you may have tried something similar, but this is 
a no-knead sourdough bread, and in this one in particular, it's my no-knead einkorn sourdough bread. And in this one, um, I add baking soda right before the baking, and the baking soda not only gives it an amazing rise, but the baking soda, because that's what happens when baking soda combines with the acid of the starter, it puffs up and bubbles. I mean, it's the same reaction that you get when you mix baking soda and vinegar to clean your drains. <laughs> so it happens in the bread to give it a great rise. But the other thing that happens is soda sweetens. And that's a well-known phrase um, in the kitchen or in baking, soda sweetens. It reacts or it neutralizes the acidic flavor. So you end up with a no need, which is no, no work. And the bread has, um, the bread has soured overnight, so you get all the benefits of sourdough starter, um, and this, the soda puffs it up and neutralizes some of the sour flavor. So I wanna give you that an option as well. And everyone else here can try that as well. I have that available as a free recipe um, at my site, tradcookschool.com slash free bread. If someone wouldn't mind typing that in, tradcookschool.com slash free bread, because it's a free, no-need, einkorn, sourdough bread recipe. Um, so you just type in your email address and then I'll reply by email to give it to you. Okay, so quick recap here. Sherry, you are doing great. You're combining the benefits of soaking and sourdough. And because you use both of those methods, it's okay, in my opinion, to short circuit the rising time by adding commercial yeast. Um, if someone were not to use another method in conjunction with sourdough, I don't think that commercial yeast would be as healthy in sourdough bread because the sourdough is what is the best method we have for neutralizing phytic acid, for um, pre-digesting gluten, and overall preparing grains for best digestion. Uh, so also, I've given you two other options to try. One is a soaked plus sourdough bread that is not so dense and not so sour. Um, and finally, a no-need einkorn loaf, which you could use with your wheat. You don't have to use einkorn. And the benefit of that is we add baking soda before the baking, and the soda uh, neutralizes some of that acidic flavor, but also fluffs up the bread. Recap for you all on links that I've mentioned. Of course, within 24 hours, uh, the links and the video replay and the podcast are gonna be up at the show notes, which is tradcookschool.com slash AW031. For free sourdough starter instructions, that's tradcookschool.com slash free starter, where free starter is one word. And if you want to grab my free no-need einkorn uh, artisan loaf recipe, that's at tradcookschool.com slash free bread. Free bread being one word. Oh boy. All right. I'm going to wrap up here. I think we've gone quite long. I'm so pleased you're all here to join me. And I just want to remind you that uh, Ask Wardy is every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. So if you're here on Periscope or you're on Facebook Live, or even if you're checking out a replay and want to come live, um, you can do that. At Trad Cook School is my handle on Periscope. So if you're not yet following me, please do. Hi, Sherry. Sherry is here. Great. I'm so glad. So glad I got to answer your question. And I think I just lost my video feed. So just a second. It's telling me card full. Oops. <laughs> All right, I'll just go ahead. Um, so at Trad Cook School and Periscope, if you want to submit a question to Ask Wardy, you can tweet me, use the hashtag Ask Wardy, 
on Twitter, and my handle is at TradCodeSchool, so just tweet your question. We'll put it in the queue. The other thing you can do is send an email to Wardy, W-A-R-D-E, at AskWardy.tv. All right, well, God bless you all, and I'll see you again in a week. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy or send an email to Wardy at AskWardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to AskWardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.